going to take a while to get through them all, but it started on the very first play of the game. Carson Haleski breaks free on a 55-yard touchdown run and fouls in suit with the two-point conversion. Ubley up immediately on Saginaw Novell, 8 to nothing. After a three and out, Ubley puts another drive together, this time on a Shane Ozentoski one-yard run. Isaac Warzinski catches the two-point conversion, and still in the first quarter, Ubley leads Novell, 16 to nothing. Uh, Cuiaba hits Buckingham on a 14-yard touchdown completion. The two-point conversion run is good, and with 5.42 to go, still in the first quarter, Ubley leads Novell. And uh, before the first quarter is over, Carson Haleski on a two-yard touchdown run. The two-pointer is no good. Ubley would lead at the end of the first quarter, 22 to Novell's 8. Cuiava starts the scoring for Novell in the second quarter with an 18-yard touchdown pass to right. Two-point conversion is good. With 11.47 to go in the first half, Ubley leads Novell still 22 to 16. Very next drive, Carson Haleski scores again, this time on a 17-yard touchdown run, putting the Bearcats at 28, Novell at 16. Cuiava gets touchdown number three in the first half. This one to Mitchell, 9.45 to go in the second quarter. Novell gets within six, Ubley 28, Novell 22. Then Colin Oberski joins the scoring spree and gets into the end zone on a run of his own. The two-point conversion fails, and with 3.26 to go in the second quarter, Ubley would lead Novell 34-22, to but it doesn't stop there as Carson Haleski gets his fourth rushing touchdown of the first half. 20, with 22 seconds to go, they extend the lead. Ubley 40, Novell 22, and that is finally how we'd reach halftime. Plenty of offense to go around for both teams. The Ubley Bearcats with 315 yards in just two quarters of play. 31 rushes, three passes, all three complete passes from Casey Sweeney for 62 yards. Two of those going to uh, Oberski, another one to number 22 for the Bearcats. That would be Kyle Sweeney. Leading the rushing attack, no surprise here, number 30, Carson Haleski, 16 carries, 179 yards and four scores. Colin Obruski, 8 carries, 62 yards and 1 touchdown. Shane Ozentoski, 5 carries, 18 yards and 1 score. And Casey Sweeney, 2 carries for negative 6 yards. Looking now at the Novell offense, they have 271 yards, but 222 of those on the passing game, 49 yards. And the rushing attack found 9 carries, 8 of those coming from Zayden Mitchell for 50 yards. Jack Cuiava, 10 of 13 with one interception for 222 yards through the air and three touchdowns of 14, 18, and 64 yards. Zayden Mitchell brought in one reception for 64 yards and a score. Samuel Buckingham, four receptions for 89 yards and one touchdown. He went down with an injury to finish that first half. He seems to be okay with walking off the half under his own power. Ashton Wright, one completion for 18 yards and a score. Harrison Dwan, two receptions for 47 yards. And Matthew Garcia, one reception for six yards. At halftime, these are typically 48 minutes of play stats. We've only played 24. Yeah, no, no kidding, Clark. And, I, and it's not going to stop here. I don't see either defense. Maybe the Bearcats find an answer for them on defense, but I, I don't see anything that Saginaw Novella has done, tried, or even looked like. They just looked outmatched physically on the field. But uh, Bearcats averaging all the way across the board, rushing, receiving. They're averaging a little over nine yards per play right now. That is a ridiculous 
XFL street ball type situation, and, and it's the old-fashioned ugly Bearcats running the football, fullback dives, off-tackle runs from the wing tee all night long. They've sprinkled in three play-action passes uh, that have hit big on all three of them. Casey Sweeney hasn't missed yet on one of those. Would be shocked if they don't dial up another one of those early in the third quarter just because it's worked so well. But for the Bearcats, they have done almost nothing wrong, not penalized much. One muff snap is all I can think of, and I'm nitpicking at this point. They have played so well. This is probably one of the better two-week stretches of football we've seen them play. They could just tidy up the defense a little bit. They would completely have left Novell with nothing to show in that first half. After the first two quarters, Bubbly leads 40-22, 18-point lead for the Orange and Black on their home field, their first regional championship at home since 2010. They lost that one. They're trying to flip that one, and they're on their way already so far here in this one in 2019, leading Novell 40-22. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, and Dan Banky with your call tonight from Ubley as both teams are on the field stretching things out. And we will return in two minutes right here on the WLW Sports Network with your second half action. Second half now ready to go underway here from Ubley, Michigan. In the regional championship in Division 8, the winner of this one goes on to play against Beale City next Saturday on a neutral site in the state semifinals. Location still to be determined at this point. My guess, though, ideally it would be Saginaw Valley. Not sure whether that would be the case or not. 40-22, to probably leading at the half by 18 points. Really pouring it on there at the end of that half. <laughs> You can't get much time possession closer than this one so far. Novell has actually had the ball longer than Ubley. Uh, 15 minutes and, excuse me, 15 minutes and 31 seconds for Novell. 15 minutes and 29 seconds for the Ubley Bearcats through that first half. You're right, it doesn't get much closer, but scoring efficiency has been the difference, and Ubley has scored on every single possession they've had in, in this game where Novell had the ball at the end of the half. They didn't quite get a chance to score as time ran out, and they definitely had an interception and a three and out that I can remember. And then that's your three possessions that Novell is behind so far in this game. If you recall, Novell won the toss to begin this game and elected to defer to the second half, so Novell will be receiving this kick from Casey Sweeney from the 40-yard line deep back for Novell, 8-24, John Paul Lefevre, and Zayden Mitchell. We have not spotted Samuel Buckingham on the sideline yet. He's the one who went down with that knee, apparent knee injury in the waning moments of the first half. 12 minutes are on the clock. Casey Sweeney now gets the ball from the official, and we're ready to get things underway in the regional championship. Ubley trying to secure one. First time since 2016. They made that run as they took out New Lothrop in 2016. And went on to play Pawama Westphalia in the state semifinal. 40-22, your game. And Casey Sweeney's ready to kick things off finally. And the kick is up. And this one's going to be... Rolls out to about the 25-yard line. Nouvelle loses his footing. 
And it's down the 20-yard line, still trying to scramble out of there. That would be John Paul Lefevre. And here he goes across the 30, across the 40, and spins, and he loses his balance. And he's going to say he marked down at the 40 or the 39-yard line after a, uh, a return that went absolutely nowhere, turned into a lot more than that. Yeah, Blake Badger, their number 20, may have just saved a touchdown for the Bearcats, but started out to being totally total crisis mode for Saginaw Novell as that pooch kick skips right by Jean-Pierre Lefevre. He's able to pick it up and roll reverse field, go the complete other direction, and had a lot of running room, and good thing number 20 made the tackle. And off, handoff to number three, Ashton Wright, on first and 10 from the 40. Gets out to about the 42-yard line. Tackle made by... Ethan Peruski on the stop for the Bearcats brings up a second down. We'll call it uh, eight yards to go. 11.35 left in the third, 40-22. to 22. Novell starting out with a handoff to Ashton Wright. Not many carries for him in this game. It's only his second one, so mixing it up a little bit, but you can see some confusion in the backfield. Two running backs back there. Wright keeping Mitchell company. Cuiava in the middle. Two, one receiver to the right, two to the left. Back to pass. Cuiava throws to the near sideline. This one's overthrowing to Zayden Mitchell. Not even close to receiving that one. Now a third down and eight from the 42-yard line. Cuiava looks to his sideline for the next call. 11.07 left in the third quarter, 40-22. to Cuiava really likes to throw it into the flats to his running backs. He likes just lobbing it over the head of linebackers into his favorite, one of his favorite receivers, and that's Zayden Mitchell. And that time overthrown, perfect coverage by Isaac Warzinski. This time in the shotgun, one receiver to the left, three to the right. 11.07 left in the third. Cuiava back to pass. Looks downfield, throws it on a slant, and is caught by number 13, Harrison Dwan, and he's down to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Novell with minute four into the second half on a 58-yard completion from Cuava into the hands and to Harrison Dwan in for the score. It's now 40-28. to Novell back within 12 points, and they're trying to make this a 10-point game with a successful two-point conversion. Cuiava there finds a little pump fake to the sideline and then throws a strike down the right hash mark into the hands of Dewan. He spins out of a Casey Sweeney tackle, and then it's a sprint to the end zone, and he wins it. And Novell gets a quick six to start the second half. Cuiava back to pass on the two-point version. Now scrolling, or scrambling to his left, throws it into the end zone, and it is brought in. By number eight, John Paul Lefevre, the two-point conversion is good, and suddenly this ball game is a 10-point game. Still two-possession lead for the Bearcats with 10.56 left here in the third quarter. 40-30, to Ubley leading Novell, and they'll be on offense after this kick. Right here on the WLW Sports. Losa ready to kick things off for the Panthers. Now trailing by 10 points of the Upley Bearcats. 40 to 30, 10, 56 left in the third quarter. Deep back would be Haleski and Sweeney for Upley. They stand at their own 15-yard line. 40 to 30, 
high offensive game. We've seen 70 points, and Novell going for the onside kick. This one does not go 10 yards, and it rolls out of bounds at the 47-yard line in Novell territory. So we'll see what exactly this one does. They have a few different options. It sure looked like uh, the sideline official looked at Coach Sweeney. Do you want the ball right there? And he nodded his head. So I think they're going to take the ball as it went out of bounds where it is. And they're going to start this drive already in Novell territory. And if I'm the head coach for Novell, I don't think I care. I think that was a necessary onside kick. Our defense hasn't stopped them all game. So why not try to give ourselves our own offense possession by trying to recover an onside kick? But that one only went about six yards and then straight out of bounds. And those are the type of plays that W will take advantage of. And now they start with a 47-yard field, and it's going to be a handoff to Oberski. And Novell actually stops him for no gain right on that spot at the 47-yard line. Leading the way would be Kieran Schultz, defensive end, 6'4", 230-pound senior. Second down and 10 from the 47. Nice play there by Schultz. He doesn't allow Colin Oberski to get to the edge. He gets to the he gets to the the edge there and stops him in his tracks. Brings him down for no gain. And uh, you're right, Dan. You just pointed that out. Uh, they've gone to a five man front. That's going to help. But we've seen we saw that last week in the second half from Harbor Beach, and it did not stop Ubley at all. They continued to push down the field. Second down, 10, handoff right up the middle. Haleski is dragging his defender all the way. Just shy of that first down marker, number 21, Samuel Bartles, got a free ride. And they're going to mark him down right close to that first down marker at the 37-yard line. And there's the signal, move the chains, a 10-yard pickup for Haleski. First and 10, deeper into Novell territory. Ten minutes remaining in the third. Five guys, six guys, seven on the line. Doesn't matter. If you don't pick up Carson Haleski with how quick that play happens, he'll get behind you. And if there's less guys back there, that's less guys Carson Haleski's got to run around. That time, 21 goes for a free ride. Samuel Bartles got, probably got dragged five yards on that play. Nice run by Haleski. 40-30, to 30, Ubley leading by 10 points, trying to score on their seventh possession of this night with six touchdowns so far. Sweeney hands it off to Haleski right up the middle, and it's going to be another same result, a 10- or 11-yard gain. Tackle made by Samuel Bartles, middle linebacker, moved the chains again, 11-yard pickup for Haleski, who now has 200 yards on the night on 18 carries with four touchdowns. We just started the third quarter, Clark. He, he might get 300 before this game is done. It's come very easy for him. He's only at 18 carries. He's averaging over 11 every time he touches the football, and it, it just happens so quick. I can't, I can't say it enough. He gets between those tackles, and then the linebackers are chasing him sideways, and he's too fast for that. Gets up into the secondary. Seems like almost every time. 9.25 left in the third, 40-30. to 30. First and 10 from the 26-yard line. Handoff to Haleski right up the middle again. Drags out of that tackle and drags another three jerseys with him. Beyond the 20, down to about the 17-yard line. Another tackle by Samuel Bartles, who's t- trying to take on Haleski dead on. And Haleski's winning that one every single time. Nine minutes left. You're right about that, Clark, but it's what's happening on the line of scrimmage. That's what's making the difference. Those big defensive tackles have had no answer. They've moved guys around. They've tried finding a way to block that hole, but the center and guard combination of the Bearcats have been putting them sideways, knocking them off their spot, and that allows Haleski quickly to get behind them, and then it's all to the linebackers after that. 8.40 left in the third. Ubley's still leading by 10. Sweeney facing a second down and two after an eight-yard run from Haleski. Splitting the hash marks. 
Handoff right up the middle of Haleski. He looks like he has the first down, falls across the 15-yard line. Tackle made by number 20, Matthew Garcia, middle linebacker. Move the chains for the Bearcats once again, first and 10 from the 15. Just what they needed. They get. They need one, they get two, they need two, they get three. The Bearcats have been able to do what they want, but it's really been very as least creative as we've ever seen the Bearcats. It's been straight dives, quick hitters right into the secondary, and they've been able to run the ball willingly, especially with Carson Haleski, all game long. Eight minutes still remain here in the third quarter. We've got 20 minutes of regulation still to play, and it's a 10-point ball game. Sweeney hands off to number 44, Shane Ozentowski. He gets twisted down at about the 13-yard line for a two-yard gain. Eight leading the way, John Paul Lefevre for Novell. Second down and eight, clock rolls under eight, 40 to 30, ugly leading. This may be the situation where the Bearcats chew up a little more clock than they've been able to, taking a little longer to snap the ball, seeing them watch the back official get his hand up in the air before they run the football, and that time Shane Ozentowski goes right to left, right at that left tackle, and plows through him and gets a couple on first down. 7.22 in the third. Sweeney taking his time, like Dave said, waiting for that back official to signal less than 10 seconds on the play clock. Hand off to Haleski once again, straight dive, gets down to about the 11-yard line before he stopped. That would be a gain of two on the play. Tackle made by Kieran Schultz, defensive end, six foot four for Novell. Third down, we'll call it six to go for the Bearcats, deep into Novell territory. Straight ahead with Carson Haleski, and that time uh, it really starts with 77. Darren Chinnery stops that forward momentum. Finally, one of those big defensive linemen get their hands on the running back, and that time only allowed two yards. Third down, six for the Bearcats. Sweeney under center. Obersky, Haleski, Ozentowski in your backfield. There's the snap. Hand off to Haleski right up the gut. Still pushing that pile forward, gets across the 10, down to about the 8-yard line, but he'll be short of the first down marker. Tackle made by Matthew Garcia, middle linebacker for the Panthers. Fourth down and four to go for the Bearcats. The first time they have not converted on third down. That's the first time by far all night that we've seen maybe two good defensive plays by Saginaw NFL in a row. That time, make it three. As uh, two-yard runs happen three plays in a row, Haleski unable to get anywhere on that play. So now fourth down and four. And Ubley's shown you the pass. They've shown all different running backs, but it may be time Casey Sweeney keeps it around the end. Sweeney under center. There's a snap on fourth down and three, and it's a handoff to Alberski. And they're going to say he stopped short. Number three, Ashton Wright in on the stop. And Novell comes up with their first stop of the night. And Ubley comes home, comes up empty-handed on that drive, but still leading by 10 points, 40 to 30, with 5:40 left in the third quarter. Novell offense back on the field at their own eight-yard line. Very interesting sequence of events. The Bearcats try running the football, get two yards on four straight plays, come up a couple short of that first down marker, and Novell for the first time this evening with 5:40 to go in the third quarter. Stop an ugly Bearcat drive for any way whatsoever. They do not allow a touchdown. And now at a 10-point game, kind of piques your interest a little bit. This game is now close enough. Novell can get even closer. 
Cuiava in the shotgun has a running back on either side of him. Two men to the right, one to the left is a handoff right middle. Zayden Mitchell has room to run. He has the first down across the 25, across the 30, and still finally brought down to the 39-yard line. A 31-yard pickup for Zayden Mitchell, brought down by Casey Sweeney out of the secondary for the Bearcats. And suddenly they go from their own 8-yard line all the way out to their own 39, and momentum starting to swing for Novell. Well, they've been begging over there for a defensive stop. They finally get one, and they put two running backs in the backfield. That's right, uh, and that's 24, Zayden Mitchell. And Zayden Mitchell is on the left side, supposed to go left to right. He stops and goes back to the left, sees a huge opening, and doesn't miss it. Turns it into a huge gain. First and 10 from the 39-yard line. Cuiava back to pass, rolling to his right to the near sideline. Let's his fly, and this one's underthrown, but brought in. By Lefevre, but they're going to say this one hit the turf before he was able to scoop it up in the 47-yard line. Incomplete pass, second down and 10 from the 39. Stops the clock with 5.06 remaining in the third quarter. 40-30, to 30, Ubley leading Novell on offense. A little underthrown by Cuiava, but if you're number eight, John Paul Lefevre, you have to realize that you recognize that your quarterback is under a little pressure and he's throwing off balance. There's nobody around. you got to come back to the football, secure the catch, and then turn up field. He tried to do both, and he allowed that ball to skip into his hands. Good call by the official. Incomplete. And off to number three, Ashton Wright. He has the first down into Ubley territory at the 40s. Cuts back inside. He's got speed. And finally ripped down by Casey Sweeney at the 25-yard line. And Novell now getting plays here in chunks from the 39 across midfield all the way down. They're going to mark him down at the 25-yard line, a 36-yard pickup. Nothing fancy there, just a, a slowly developed handoff uh, from the spread. No read option, a handoff, and let Ashton Wright read the defense. He kicks it out to the left-hand side and down the sideline, and Casey Sweeney yet again makes a touchdown-saving tackle for the Bearcats, but Novell moving and moving in a hurry. Cuiava with a running back to his right. That's right, and he gets another handoff, and he's trying to get out of that backfield. Obli stops him at the 23-yard line. That'd be number 25. 55, excuse me. Nolan Van Herp on the stop, linebacker. A gain of two, second down and eight, down down to the 23-yard line. Four and a half to play in the third, 10-point ball game. That's more like it for the Bearcats. They get the little defensive pressure there, not allow number three, Ashton Wright, to kick it to the sideline. He gets to that defensive line, and that's exactly where he finishes his run. A two-yard gain, and that was by far, that was a really good run. It could have been a lot worse. Cuiava looks to the sideline, trying to get the call. Now three wide to the right, one to the left, and it's a handoff to right. He gets out for about two yards before Ubley's Shane Ostentoski stops him in his tracks down to the 21-yard line. A good stop by Ubley's defense on second down. Now a third down and six yards to go for the Novell Panthers, trailing by 10 points, 40-30. to 30. Bearcats still lead this game 40-30, to 30. Novell driving. Three minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter still. Novell, two straight runs with Ashton Wright. No read option, just straight handoffs, and they've only gone for a total of four yards in those two plays. So third down and six. Expect Cuiava to air it out. Probably trying to draw him off sides or false start. None there yet. Man in motion now. That would be Zayden Mitchell. Rolling to his right. Obli brings the blitz, and he just throws this one away. And this is going to fall incomplete, and now... Novell is going to be facing a fourth down and six from their Ubley's 21-yard line. 40-30, Ubley leading with 3-11 left in the third quarter. 
probably for the first time all night we've seen the Bearcats bring pressure and all those fakes that Cuiava tries to do that time the when he starts to scan the field, he's got Ethan Smalley, he's got Shane Ozentoski right in his face, and he lets it go, and there's really no one that close. Zayden Mitchell was, I guess, in the area to make sure that wasn't an intentional grounding, but a great defensive call there by the Bearcats, bringing a little pressure, and now it's fourth down and six, and in my opinion, it's a must-have for Novell. Cuiava gets the call, looks to his wristband, sets the play, two wide each way. As Zayden Mitchell stepped behind and to his left. Man in motion, now it be Garcia to the far sideline. Rolling to his left, it's going to screen pass over to the right, and Ubley reads that one all over, and it's going to fall incomplete to Ashton Wright. And just when Novell comes up with a turnover on downs, Ubley does the same, and no points on that drive for Novell, and it remains a 10-point ball game. Ubley back on offense, 40-30. to Great job by the Bearcat defense. Bending but not breaking. I know they gave up some big plays, but down the stretch, they make good stops. I'm watching Novell here, and I, I'm shaking my head at the last three calls. Okay, you ran it up the middle for two yards with no outside edge, no read option, nothing. So Ubley can sell out on the run on second down. They get a stop, and then on third down, the blitz beats you. You tip your hat to that. But on fourth down, they try. They fake a, a jet sweep and then throw a design screen pass to the running back. Ubley not falling for it. Would like to see more read option with Cuiava and then attack the field. Down the field is where you've had your luck, and then on four straight plays, you throw it sideways twice. First and 10 from the 21-yard line. Handoff to Haleski. He's dragging three white jerseys with him all the way out to the 27-yard line for a six-yard gain. Brings up a second down and four. Tackle made by Samuel Bartles for the Panthers. Two minutes, 50 seconds left in the third. Still Ubley 40, Novell 30. Ubley makes a big stop, gets the football back. That was a must-have for Saginaw Novell. Now you're playing Ubley's game. Now they can continue to put drives together, extend drives with first downs. They get six right away on first down. You're Saginaw Novell, you got to stop. That was as good as you could ask for. Now was your chance to score, and you don't get it. You put Ubley right back in the driver's seat and watch him milk the clock as long as possible. And up to Shane Ozentoski. has enough for the first down across the 30, down to about the 32-yard line. Tackle made by Darren Chinnery for Novell. Not until after Ubley moves the chains on this drive. Stops the clock momentarily with 2.19, leading by 10 points, first and 10 at their own 32-yard line. Now that Novell got a stop on the play, now, now look for Ubley to do what they did in past weeks and mix in every running back and now make it very difficult for the Panthers to figure out who's got the ball next. You saw Haleski. You saw him go to Ozentoski. Don't be surprised. Oberski gets mixed in here quickly and see if they can beat Saginaw Novell that way. Less than two to play in the th third quarter. Sweeney under center. Play clock under 10. There's the snap. Hand off to Holeski. Room to run. Plows over a defender. Plows over a second defender. And finally out to the 47-yard line. That would be a 14-yard gain. And Samuel Bartles gets the raw end of that deal from Holeski. Moves the chains once again for the Bearcats. At least Bartles made the tackle. 13 is, is Harrison Dewan, and he was he's still – he got up now, but he was the one that was laid on the ground first. And Carson Haleski, just a man possessed tonight, unstoppable, 234 yards on the ground and four first-half TDs. About 80 seconds left here in the third quarter. Still a 10-point game. No score here in uh, – Novell actually scored to start this half. Since, though, no scoring. That's a rarity in this ballgame so far. 
Minute 10 remains. Sweeney hands it off to Ozentowski. He gets out for a hard-fought two yards to their own 49-yard line. Tackle made by Darren Chinnery, defensive end for the Panthers. They're going to actually mark him down the, at the 50-yard line right at midfield. Less than a minute to play here in the third quarter. Give him a hard-fought two-and-a-half, round it up. Give him three, second seven coming up for Ubley. Getting the clock now under a minute, really owning that time of possession here in the third quarter. Keeping Novell's offense on the sideline. Another first down or two here would really sort of take the wind in the air out of that Novell offense and really take away their chance of coming back in this game. More than likely the last play here in the third quarter. Handoff right up the middle to Haleski. He gets out for five yards out to the 45-yard line in Novell territory. Tackle made by John Paul Lefevre out of the secondary for the Panthers. Down to 15 seconds, third down in two for Ubley, and they're going to see the fourth quarter before we see this third down conversion. After three quarters of play, the Bearcats lead by 10 points, 40-30 to 30 over the visiting second Novell Panthers in the regional championship, just 12 minutes away between the next piece of postseason hardware right here on the W at W Sports Network. Final 12 minutes are on the board right now. 40 to 30. Obli still leading. They have not trailed in this ball game since it began. After Hleski broke out for a 55-yard run to start this ball game on the first play of regulation. And the Bearcats have not looked back since. Came up with a stop on that last drive, and now they're trying to milk the clock. This one started with three minutes left in the third. They now have 23 minutes of time of possession tonight compared to Novell's 19 and a half. Third down and two for the Bearcats inside Bear and inside Panther territory at the 44 and a half yard line. Casey Sweeney is under center, working off the left hash, three men backfield. Sweeney hands it off to Haleski. Haleski's working hard, and he gets down to about the Linus, beyond the line of scrimmage, out to the first down marker. He may have it by just the nose of a football tackle made by John Paul Lefevre for Novell. No word yet from the officials where this one's going to be down. I think he's got it too. I think the official is standing right on top of that that first down marker. But yes, they're going to call in the chains and measure. 11.51 remains in regulation. Probably leading by 10 points, 40-30. to 30. And we bring the chains on to figure out where this one is, whether it's a first down or if it's going to be fourth down in inches for the Bearcats. And they're going to be short by about the length of a football, if not less. And so Ubley will face a fourth down and less than a yard to go. And to try and keep possession. Keep in mind, they are inside Panther territory, so... This is goes go zone for Coach Sweeney and company. There's no doubt in my mind he will line up for it and go for that, go for a first down on fourth and inches. Got the ball placed, and uh, the Bearcats will break the huddle and go under center. Novell has not been able to stop Ubley really for anything less than a yard all night. Ubley facing a fourth and inches. Sweeney under center, working just inside the left hash. Three men backfield hands it off to 44. Shane Ozentas. He has it by about four yards, maybe even five, and now pushes the pile all the way out for another seven yards down to the 34-yard line. Tackle made by 
Number 21, Samuel Bartles on the stop for Novell. First and 10, Ubley converts on another fourth down. Shane Ozentoski, that is his wheelhouse. Short yardage to go situations. Give it to 44. He's able to get get his shoulders squared at the line of scrimmage, turn it upfield, and then it's just Novell, white jerseys hanging on for the ride. And eventually he goes down after a pretty nice gain on fourth and inches. But this is where Ubley excels. Even if it's fourth down and one, that is what they're comfortable. That's an extra play to get the run, an extra 30, 40 seconds coming off the clock. We're down to 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Ubley first and 10 from the Novell 36. Sweeney, quarterback keeper around the right end, and Novell's going to bring him down in the backfield for a five-yard loss way back at the 42-yard line. Ashton Wright led that charge for the Panthers. A loss of five, maybe even six, we'll call it five. Now that is a six-yard loss. Back to the 42-yard line, 10:44 left in the fourth quarter. Second down and 17 to go. They've had that play uh, scouted out well. Uh, Casey Sweeney's attempted three of those type plays. He's got negative 12 yards in attempting those. That play has just not worked, and I don't blame him for going back to it. It's been a very successful play for them over the years, and especially this season it's worked quite well. But uh, have no fear. The, the game They're up 10, 10 minutes to go in the game. They have a couple more plays to get this first down, but nonetheless they still hold a nice lead, and their defense has been playing better. Sweeney back to pass, and he's hit in the backfield, and this one's overthrowing. Tried to hit number 22, Kyle Sweeney, down to the 10-yard line, overthrew him by a yard, and that's because Casey Sweeney heard footsteps, and those were big footsteps from number 71, Kieran Schultz, defensive end, who came barreling into the backfield. Third down and 17. Oh, Coach Sweeney is, is just beside himself. What a perfect play call. No one near Kyle Sweeney down the field. 20-yard difference between him and the nearest defender. And and surprisingly enough, as uh, Sweeney gets hit throwing the football down the field, he gets enough on it, enough airtime on it, he still overthrows the receiver, which is disappointing because now it's third down and 16. Back to pass. Sweeney pump fakes. Now lets this one fly down the field, down to the 15. Wide open is Kyle Sweeney. And down at the 10-yard line, number 13, Harrison Dwan was in protecting coverage, but about five yards off. And just couldn't get there in time. Kyle Sweeney wide open once again. Moves the chains deep into the red zone. Just unbelievable that this team that passes the football all game long, Saginaw Nouvelle, their defensive backs look lost when Ubley goes for play action. And actually 13 is Harrison Dewan. He falls for a Casey Sweeney pump fake. He pump faked it to the underneath route, Colin Oberski. And Dewan kind of jumps that way, and Kyle Sweeney continues his his route to the right side of the field, and Casey Sweeney doesn't miss him and gets a huge conversion on third down at 16. Now first and goal from the nine-yard line. Handoff right there to Holeski down, and he's in. Touchdown, Ubley, with 9.28 remaining in regulation. Carson Holeski with his fifth touchdown of the evening. And 249 yards on 27 carries. For Carson Holeski, a big night for that man. And now leading by 16 points over Novell, 46-30. Nine and a half remaining in the fourth quarter. Trying to make this another two points. Trying to make this 48-30 with a successful two-point try. Sweeney and his troops trot up to the line of scrimmage. Oberski, Holeski, and Ostentowski in the backfield. Handoff right up the middle to Holeski, and he's in touchdown. <laughs> Two-point conversion is good. Why not? 
for Carson Haleski. It's now 48 to 30. Ubley leading by 18 points with 9.28 remaining in regulation here in the regional championship game for the Ubley Bearcats. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Nine twenty-eight remains in regulation. Obli now leading by eighteen points, well on their way for a regional championship. They'll be facing Beale City here, and next week's Saturday Saturday game in the state semifinals, Division Eight. As long as they can hang on for the last nine minutes and some change here in Obli, Michigan. Casey Sweeney ready to kick things off. A big touchdown drive there for the Bearcats. They survived on defense, forced a turnover of downs, and that's and that's big for the Bearcats. They followed up with a touchdown drive, make it an 18-point game. So now with nine and a half minutes to go in the game, the Novell Panthers are going to have to come up with three different scoring drives to get back in this game. Now, would I be surprised if they score three times in ten minutes? Absolutely not, but the Bearcats have only been stopped once tonight. That would be the shocking part of Novell come up with a couple stops. Kick comes in at the 30-yard line, brought in by John Paul Lefevre. He gets across to the 35, brought down by number 23 for the Bearcats, that Isaac Warzinski. Finally brought down at the 36-yard line where Novell will start out, trailing by 18 points, 48-30, to 30, with 9 minutes and 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Just a low line drive kick, bounces, taking a little longer to get back to those special teamers of Saginaw Nouvelle, and they just roll ahead a little bit. Isaac Warzinski doesn't allow much of a return, and Saginaw Nouvelle will take over at their own 37-yard line. You can tell this offense is definitely missing Samuel Buckingham, a wide receiver. And he's back on the sidelines with crutches. Looks like a lower body injury there. Back to pass, Novell is caught at the 44-yard line into the hands of Ashton Wright. Cuiava with another complete pass. That is his 12th completion on 19 attempts, and we now have another player down for Novell. That was the man who brought that catch in, Ashton Wright. Not exactly what Novell is looking for when they need to get some offense rolling. No, the, sh- the throw was short and behind him, so he had to kind of plant his foot, change directions, and dive into that football. And obviously, uh, when he goes down to the ground... He, uh, he obviously can't move anywhere from there, and uh, he caught the football, laid there, and hasn't got up since. He's rolled on his back, and you're right. He looks like he's stretching out a leg or he's holding his knee pad at this point. There's also a flag lane at the 41-yard line in Novell territory. As they're working on Ashton Wright for Novell. 9-13 remains in regulation, 48-30. Ubley leading Novell. At the half of the time of possession, Novell had about a minute advantage over Ubley. Now that has shifted into Ubley's territory, no surprise there, as they've had the ball for 26 minutes in this ball game, compared to Novell's 9, uh, 20 minutes. So a six-minute advantage so far, and no flag on the play. They picked that one up. So Ubley trots off the field to meet with their coaching staff. And now Ashton writes up under his own power off the field. Seems we find appears we're assuming a cramp. 
especially in this weather. Either that or the way he had to dive and fall on the football, if he just knocked the wind out of him or something, needed a chance to catch his breath. But nonetheless, he goes to the sideline, and Novell will come out in the spread. Second down and three, and, and a big run camping up for number 24, Zayden Mitchell, into the end zone. Touchdown, Novell, as Zayden Mitchell breaks out from 46 yards away with nine minutes left in regulation, and Novell strikes again. With now with 36 points, probably with 48, and the two-point conversion still upcoming. Novell still trying to get any last gasp of air here to stay alive in this regional championship. And if they're going to, that's what that's plan number one, is get a touchdown and get it quickly. If they can get two-point conversion, that helps. But I would be shocked if they don't hotside kick it after this and, and hope that they don't have to get their ask their defense to come up with a stop. Zayden Mitchell now with 127 yards on 10 carries. That's his first touchdown of the night. Mitchell to his left. Back to pass on the two-point conversion. Rolling to his right. Nothing open. Now throws at the back of the end zone. Overthrown. Incomplete. The two-point conversion is no good. And the ugly Bearcats hold strong at the two-point conversion and still hang on to a 12-point lead, 48-36, to with nine minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, you're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Novell ready to kick things off. Nine minutes remaining in regulation. More than likely going to be an onside kick here to the near sideline. Luke Losa, 6'3", 175-pound senior kicker for the Panthers. 48-36, ugly leading by 12 points. Nine minutes away from the district or the regional championship. Onside kick gets across the 50, and ugly recovers it at their own 49-yard line. No problem. Two white, Two black jerseys on that one. Looks like number 57 will get credit. That's Ethan Peruski. First and 10 for Ubley. Short field work with 51 yards in front of him, leading by 12. Oh, that's perfect. There's two Bearcat defenders in the area to cover that football, and it would happen to be brothers. That would only be the way it makes sense. So Ethan and Austin Peruski both in the area. They both dive on top of each other, on top of the football, and recover it. No bounce, no loose ball. Well done. Well done by the special teams coverage team. Not being fooled by that deep back, deep drop that this Novell kicker showed. And uh, they recover the onside kick. Ubley now in the driver's seat looking to milk some clock. Sweeney hands it off to Holeski and milking the clock. He does not. He gets across the 40-yard line and finally brought down at the 39-yard line. That is a 12-yard gain. Harrison Dwan brings him down there after a 12-yard gain. A new set of downs. First and 10 for the Novell, 39. And it just happens so quickly. You watch all the other fakes, and if you take your eye off for a second, Carson Holeski is 10 yards down the field, and uh, he's running over number 13. Harrison Dwan, if, if there's not a meme about that by, by tomorrow, I will be shocked. Novell doing a late substitution here. 8.30 remaining in regulation. 48-36, Ubley leading by 12. Casey Sweeney in no hurry whatsoever. Oberski, Holeski, and Ostentoski in the backfield. Another handoff to Holeski. He lunges across the 35. They're going to mark him down there with a the knee down. A four-yard gain. And it's going to bring up a third, second down and six. Four on the play, sets up second down and six. 
so much effort, even when you got him horizontal, parallel to the ground, he still finds a way to put his hand down and just use that momentum to leap forward just another couple yards. And a play where he should have got two, he gets four, and that just that's perfect for Ubley. All they want, they don't care if they get another first down on this play or if they get it three plays from now. That is minutes coming off the clock at a time. Less than eight to play now. Sweeney, not even under center yet. Now the back official signals his hand up for less than 10 seconds on the play clock. Working off the right hash. Hand off to Holesky once again. Finds a seam on the left gap. Gets across to the 32-yard line. Tackle made by Darren Chinnery. It'll defensive end for Novell. Shy of the first down, but another three, maybe even four yards on that gain. Says with third down and four. That ugly Bearcat front four just doing such a great job at offensive line, creating pressure or creating uh, holes for these running backs to run through, keeping these defensive linemen of Novell off balance. And now third down and four. It's four down territory as we roll under the seven-minute mark. And Ubley still leading by 12, 48-36. Sweeney now finally under center, yard inside the right hash. And off to Colin Oberski. He has the first down and drags three jerseys with him all the way across the 25 and finally brought down to the 24-yard line. Looks like John Paul Lefevre out of the secondary on the stop. Moves the chains first and 10 at the 24-yard line. Again, a lot of teams, a lot of teams like to run the ball to set up the pass. The Ugly Bearcats run the ball with Carson Oleski to set up the outside runs with Shane Ozentoski and Colin Oberski. And you haven't heard Colin's name much, but that's a big run there to get a much-needed first down for the Bearcats as they continue to keep the clock and the ball in their favor. Quiet night only for Oberski. Ten carries, 70 yards, and a score. That's a I think anyone would take that one. 6.15 remains in regulation. Another snap. This one's a handoff to Oberski again. And he drags his defender all the way down to the 19-yard line. Tackle made by Chinnery once again. This will be a gain of four on the play. Second down, six. These are more of the classic ugly drives that we were expecting this evening. Three and four yards at a time. And that just continues to put Novell in tough situations because you want to use your timeouts. But if they get another five on this play, you're in trouble. You just wasted it because they're going to get a first down if they get two tries at it from a yard. Five and a half to play. Minutes are now just clicking off here as I'll be using the T formation to their advantage. They started this drive with nine minutes on the clock. Sweeney hands it off to Holeski. Holeski <laughs> is finally stopped beyond the 15 down to about the 13-yard line. That'll be a gain of seven. Number 21, Samuel Bartles, finally brings him down. That's a middle linebacker for Novell. Move the chains yet again for Carson Haleski. On the night, he has 31 carries, 274 yards, and five scores. Video game, video game like Clark. Yeah, he's got five touchdowns, 275 yards, and and I don't know why you wouldn't keep feeding the ball. He looks great. He looks like he's got a full tank of gas, running people over, refuses to go down. Ball security is not an issue. And with five minutes to go in the game, at some point, Novell is going to want to use these timeouts, but there has not been a situation for them to do it. Four minutes, 48 seconds remaining. Casey Sweeney awaits the snap. And he hands it off to number 44, Shane Ostentoski. Spins out of his first tackle and uh, tries to get any forward progress. Gets down to about the 11-yard line. That'll be a gain of two on the play. Stop made by Zayden Mitchell, the cornerback, 5'10", 178-pound senior for Novell. 
Four and a half minutes now remain. Second down and eight. That's happened a couple times now for the Bearcats. You've seen Shane Ozentoski and Casey Sweeney uh, bump shoulders into each other and kind of knock each other off balance a little bit, kind of ruining the flow of the play. And I think that's part of the reason why Shane Ozentoski's been so quiet this evening, but does all he can to fight and battle from behind the scrimmage to get a positive two-yard gain. Just over four minutes remain now. Second down and eight. Ubley's knocking on the door once again, trying to break the 50-point barrier here. And off to Holeski and gets across the 10, down to about the 9-yard line. It's going to be a gain of 2 on the play, and we have a timeout called by Novell with 3 minutes and 51 seconds left in the second half. Number 72, Clemente Wentz with the stop for the Panthers, but third down and 6 coming up for Novell, or for Ubley. Regardless, though, that's a 12-point lead for the Bearcats. I like the timeout for Saginaw Novell. They, they stop him for two yards, but you, you can't burn your timeout yet because, again, if Ubley gets six of it back, you wasted your timeout. But when you stop him for two yards on two straight plays, now it's third and six. We all know it's still four-down territory for Ubley. And uh, as much as aggressive as Coach Sweeney can be, I think play action would absolutely work here, but you can't do it. You have one objective, and that's to run the clock. And even if you run the ball on this play for no gain, it pretty much runs the clock down to about the three-minute mark with a 12-point lead. That's more important than taking the risk of the high-risk play of getting a touchdown versus turning it over. There's no way they put the ball in the air. What running back gets it, it's hard to say. They've been working off of Carson Haleski all game long. Shane Ozentoski has been unsuccessful. Casey Sweeney's been even less successful around the edge. So narrows it down to either Oberski or Haleski getting a carry on this play. 32 carries, 276 yards, and five touchdowns for Carson Haleski, averaging 8.6 per carry. Third down and six for the Bearcats at the 10-yard line. Sweeney. Hands it off to Shane Ozentoski, trying to find around the left edge. He has it. He has the first down, and down to the end zone. Is he in? No, he's down at the one-yard line, but it's a new set of downs with three minutes and 39 seconds left. And a first down stops the clock momentarily with 3.35. Shane Ozentoski getting his most important run of the game. Needs six, gets even more than that, right down to the end zone line. And as much as a touchdown there obviously seals the deal for Ubley, they get to keep the ball in their hands for another 30, 40 seconds, get this thing under three minutes before then I assume they punch it in probably on this play right here. Three minutes, 18 seconds remain. 48-36, Ubley leading by 12. More than likely going to be knocking another six points on the board here. Sweeney gets the snap. Hand off to Carson Haleski up the middle. Is he in? No word yet from the officials. Touchdown, Ubley. Carson Haleski with his sixth touchdown of the night. And now Ubley has 54 points compared to Novell's 36. And that all but seals a regional championship for the Ubley Bearcats. 54-36. Six touchdowns now for Carson Haleski. Absolutely unstoppable this evening and gets the short yardage, hard-earned, hard-fought yard and puts uh, the Ubley Bearcats over the 50 mark. 54 points on the evening, just under three minutes to go in the game in the lineup for the two-point conversion. Trying to make this 56-36. 2.58 remains in regulation. Ubley dominating Novell, start to finish once again. 
Back to pass, Sweeney wide open in the end zone into the hands of 23. Isaac Warzinski, the two-point conversion's good. And now it's a 20-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats. 56-36, 2.58 remaining in the fourth quarter right here on the W. LW Sports Network. Eleven plays, fifty-one yards. Dabbed off with a Haleski one-yard dive. In for the score. Now makes it 56-36. Ubley leading by 20 points with less than three minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Dominating fashion here for the Ubley Bearcats once again for the third straight week in the postseason. Absolutely, but a little different way. Ubley's defense was dominant last week. Allowed that followed up by long, slow, methodical, painfully three yard at a time dominating clock control fashion where tonight it's been score quickly early and often scoring spree offensively it's been unbelievable how they've been able to simply do what they wanted to the novell defense one time and all the possessions they've had they didn't score they've scored on every single possession otherwise casey sweeney's kicks brought in by number 81 for novell at the 31 yard line he gets all the way out to the 36 yard line for a five yard pickup Tackle made by number 57 for the LB Bearcats. That's Ethan Peruski. 2.52 remaining in the fourth quarter. First and 10 for Novell, trailing by 20 points, 56 to 36. Nice job there. Casey Sweeney kicks it low and on the ground intentionally. Keeps it out of any one of those playmakers' hands. A big guy up front's got to pick it up and move forward. Very little return on the play, and just like it has before, they're going to start this drive at the 37-yard line again. Leading by 20. Less than three minutes to play. Novell <laughs> tried to score in with that old-fashioned 20-point play. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Cuiava in the shotgun has Zane Mitchell to his left, and it's going to be quarterback keeper to the left. And there's Shane Ozentowski to rip him down way back to the 34-yard line. That'll be a loss of three, and Shane Ozentowski met him right in the backfield. Cuiava didn't have a chance. He runs the read option, and I think Zane Mitchell uh, had a chance to maybe make a nice run there, but Cuiava has space too, but as soon as he kept the football and tried to turn it upfield, Shane Ozentowski shed his blocker and gets right into his face, throws him to the ground with ease. A loss of three on first down. Second down, 13, same formation, except empty back set this time. As a pitch out to Eshin Wright has the catch at the 41-yard line and lunges out to about the 43. Tackle made by number 11, Levi Peruski, for the Bearcats. And now second, uh, third down and five, maybe six yards to go for Novell. If you're Ashton Wright, that was a nice completion, but turning it upfield is not the right decision. Take your completion, find the sideline, stop the clock, Instead, uh, the clock runs, and that's exactly what the Bearcats want. Throws it downfield, and this one's intercepted by Casey Sweeney at the 46-yard line. Across midfield into Novell territory, and finally ripped down at the 48-yard line. And that one all but secures it, and Casey Sweeney with his second interception of the night. Another turnover, the second of four Novell tonight, and now all that Ubley needs to do is kneel a few times, and they've got a regional championship in their grasp. Absolutely well done, and I really don't know where Cuiava was throwing the football. Uh, there was nobody near it, no offensive player anywhere near. It was Casey Sweeney, and he doesn't miss it, takes it the other way, and uh, 
that's how this game's going to end. A couple kneels now. I don't see any reason why Saginaw Novell would burn any timeouts. And uh, the Ugly Bearcats going to move on to a state semifinal next week against Beale City. Ugly comes out in the genuflect offense. Minute 40 remains, and there's the kneel from Casey Sweeney. That's first down. Now second down in 11. 90 seconds remain. Clock continues to roll down here. 20-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats, 56-36. Just a job well done by the Bearcats. Uh, knew this offense uh, of Saginaw Novell was going to have some success through the air. They had too many big weapons at wide receivers. Aiden Mitchell, a very underrated running back. And they definitely got to this Bearcat defense and was scoring with them right along, but... This ugly offense, though, unstoppable this evening. Carson Haleski, just a man among boys. 33 carries, 270-plus yards, and six touchdowns. Simply unstoppable this evening. Less than a minute to play after another kneel from Casey Sweeney. Now third down and technically 12 right at midfield. And Casey Sweeney as a freshman was on varsity when they made it to the state semifinals, took out New Lothrop in the regional championship, faced Puamo Westphalia, and there's the last kneel, and the Ugly Bearcats are your regional champions in Division 8 as they take out Novell Catholic Central with a final score, 56-36, to dominating fashion. An offensive blast by the Bearcats tonight out of the T formation. And start to finish, the Ugly Bearcats lead every single second of this ball game, and they find the victory. And they move on to the state semifinals in Division 8 football. You're listening to the W. LAW Sports Network, 56-36, Ubley wins. The LB Bearcats victorious in week number 12 of the football season, third week of the postseason, and this time they're coming home with their second piece of postseason hardware as they take out the Novell Panthers and now are regional champions, first time since 2016. 56-36 is your final score. Now we check in with Dave Hansen with our scoring plays in this offensive juggernaut. Clark, when we last left you at halftime, Ubley was leading 40-22, to 22, a little bit, little less action in the second half. Saginaw Novell actually scores first on a Cuiava touchdown pass, 58-yarder. The two-point conversion was good, and 10.56 to go in the third quarter. Novell cuts the lead to 10. Ubley 40, Novell 30, and that would be how your third quarter would end. But... Carson Holesky back at it again. 9.28 remains in the fourth quarter. He would find a way into the end zone for his fifth rushing touchdown. That one from nine yards away. Ubley's two-point conversion is good, 48-30. to Zayden Mitchell would then on the would break free 28 seconds later on a 48-yard touchdown run. Two-point conversion, no good. Novell would trail Ubley by 12, 48-36. And then Carson Holesky... 
you guessed it again, his sixth touchdown of the evening. Two-point conversion passed Isaac Warzinski as good. And with 2.58 remaining in the game, the Ugly Bearcats would lead Saginaw Devel 56-36. And Casey Sweeney would seal it as he picks off the quarterback one last time. And after a couple kneels, the Ugly Bearcats are your regional champions. They beat Saginaw Devel 56-36. A 20-point victory for the LB Bearcats in the regional championship. Now each player gain their individual medals, and the regional trophy will be awarded here to head coach Bill Sweeney in just a moment. Let's take you through those offensive stats for the LB Bearcats. Leading the way, Carson Haleski, number 36 touchdowns on 33 carries and 277 yards, averaged 8.4 per carry tonight. Colin Obersky, 11 carries, 74 yards, and a score. He averaged 6.7 per carry. Shane Ozentoski, 12 carries, 46 yards and a score. And then Casey Sweeney, 6 carries for negative 15 yards. Through the air, Sweeney was 4 of 5 for 95 yards. Two completions to number 22, that's Kyle Sweeney. And two completions to number 47, Colin Obersky, for 29 yards. Kyle Sweeney had 66 yards. Now let's take a look at Novell's offense. Mind you, they still put up 36 points in this ballgame. 16 rushes for 165 yards, 21 pass attempts, 13 completions for 294 yards, and four touchdowns for Jack Cuiava. Zayden Mitchell on rushing, pretty much the entire rushing attack, 10 carries, 127 yards, and one touchdown. Ashton Wright, five carries, 41 yards. And Jack Cuiava, one carry for negative three yards. Cuiava through the air, 13-21 with two interceptions for 294 yards and four touchdowns. Receiving the ball, leading the way would have been Harrison Dwan, three receptions, 105 yards and a score. Samuel Buckingham, who was injured just before the half, four receptions, 89 yards and a touchdown. And Ashton Wright, three receptions, 32 yards and a touchdown for the Novell Panthers. Impressive night here from the LB Bearcats. They... they it was completely different from the week ago against Hyver Beach when they dominated with time possession and just chucks chunks of yards the whole night. This time, big plays all the way through, and uh, Carson Haleski, a big night for the running back. No question about it. We're looking at Saginaw Devel first. I mean, these stats are absolutely outstanding. 459 yards of offense. They had 294 yards passing. Uh the quarterback, Kuaja, or Kuiava. There, there we go, see. Uh, had four touchdowns of his own, 294 yards passing. Uh, the interceptions obviously hurt them a lot, but uh, this offense was a very good offense. The Albany Bearcats struggled with them for most of the evening. They did take a couple passes away, but some errant passes where uh, they weren't on line, aren't targeted at all. Casey Sweeney had easy interceptions, but uh, this Albany offense was absolutely unstoppable, and as you said, Clark, in a very different way. It wasn't three and four yards at a time. It was eight and nine yards at a time, and uh, they just had no answer for the running game. They did a great job of taking away Casey Sweeney around the outside, but that's not that's a luxury play for the Bearcats. That's not a necessity, and uh, the, the quick hitters were too much for Saginaw Novell, and then the power that Ozentoski and Oberski and, and Haleski showed throughout the game was too much for Saginaw Novell, and they just powered their way through them with a 
absolutely uh, video game-like scoring effort, the yardage, the touchdown totals, absolutely outstanding performance, and it makes you wonder, what, what does Ubley have next in them? You know, they, they had the slow, methodical win. They had the put-up 56 game and win. Uh, there's really not much this team can't do. They completed four passes for 95 yards and five attempts. They really showcased that they can pretty much do what they want when they want. Absolutely outstanding effort by the Bearcats. Carson Huleski now in the season, 167 carries, 1,430 yards in 19 touchdowns for the junior fullback. Mind you, a junior, also a fullback. That just does not happen by chance for the Bearcats. And now they'll face off with Beale City, a perennial powerhouse, but they've been down the past few years. This is actually the first time in, I think, three or four years that Beale City has made it to the postseason. And now the Aggies will face off with the Bearcats, two teams, that love to run the ball. Be interesting. Uh, the Ubley's uh, lined up with Harbor Beach and Saginaw Nouvelle, two teams that probably play their best football out of the spread. And Ubley has uh, handled them well. Um, but uh, now we, we look at a team that's going to probably line it up in the T formation or a very similar formation and try to outpower the Ubley defense. So it'll be more of a, a traditional greater thumb matchup that's how I feel it with a power running game and three, four yards. Those are big gains coming back into play again. But uh, obviously we'll, we'll take a week study up on Beale City and see what happens next week for the Bearcats. And, of course, if you are still sticking with us to this point in the broadcast, we, uh, you'll be at least relieved to know that we will have a replay of this broadcast in non-cell phone quality from start to finish on an actual recording in, in MP3 quality on the podcast on wherever we need to hear it. So if you want to do, if you do want to listen to this broadcast in its true entirety, we will have that up for you tomorrow as well as the strong side tomorrow at 7 p.m. Absolutely. Uh, we'll recap this game and, and really talk about a lot of things. And But most importantly, we'll, we'll have a little bit of uh, homework on Beale City, be able to tide you in on that. And of course, we're going to talk about our Cass City Redhawks as well uh, with a job well done over there. Uh, their home game, Turned out to be a 6 nothing victory over Detroit Loyola. Complete opposite of this. The only similar thing is uh, they come home with a W and a regional championship trophy. But we'll, we'll diagnose that game and look at their next game in Jackson Lumen Christie, uh, a very big-name powerhouse Division Seven school. So, but, uh, so a couple of our schools carry on, do a very good job, and we'll talk about it tomorrow night. And uh, hopefully by then we'll know where the neutral site will be. We will not be here. We will be at a neutral site somewhere. Uh, I know you and I are both rooting for Saginaw Valley for sure. And more importantly, we will be in a location with Internet Signal so we don't have to deal with these issues uh, in coming into the state semifinals. Final score, Ubley, 56-36, to taking out Novell in a dominating fashion. And now they take on another blue and white team the following week here. Beale City on Saturday, like Dave said, a neutral location in the state semifinals. The game must be played on turf. That's the MHSA regulation there. So that kind of narrows the field down quite a bit, and it's typically somewhere halfway between the distance between the two schools. Saginaw Valley would certainly make the most sense, but we could end up in Alma. We could end up in Mount Pleasant, which would be kind of like driving up to uh, Marquette to play Ishpeming with Beale City six miles north of six miles north of uh, Mount Pleasant there, but it, we could be anywhere east of 75 realistically. 
Yeah, and, and that's it's a little different, uh, you know, playing in Beale City's backyard than it is playing in Ishpeming's. Uh, that's a <laughs> yes. that's an all-day drive where uh, it would be just a, about a two-hour drive for, for the Ubley Bearcats to Mount Pleasant. So that home field advantage wouldn't be very fun, but uh, certainly much more doable, a little less travel. Uh, I think it probably will come down to whether or not Saginaw Valley has a home game. I think that would probably make a big difference. Yeah, it all comes down to whether Saginaw Valley actually wants to host the game or not. They have to agree to it. If in, uh, in previous times, MHSA and Saginaw Valley have not been able to come to an agreement, so we'll have all those details as we find them out uh, tomorrow and leading into the week. Of course, they have until Monday to determine the location and time of these games. Historically, state semifinal games are at 1 o'clock. The exception to that is if a team uh, a location is doing a doubleheader, such as the case for Cass City, who will be in Novi, at 11 a.m. on Saturday, going to go up against Jackson Lumen Christie. So a little bit of a drive there for the Red Hawks in the morning to kick off before noon there. And uh, initial word here, this is not confirmed. This game is not going to be played in Sandusky. This is going to be uh, the initial <laughs> word. The initial word. This is not confirmed. I, I can't stress that enough, that this game very well may be taking place in Mount Pleasant this coming week. So we will uh, keep you up to date. Tune into the strong side tomorrow at 7 p.m. We'll have all the details there. Hopefully we'll have a time and location confirmed as well for you. Then, as Dave Hanson, Paul P. Adams, and Clark Ramsey will break down the week number 12 of high school football. Dave Hanson, final thoughts. Well, Clark, uh, final thoughts is just uh, absolute congratulations to the Cass City Redhawks and congratulations to the team we got to watch tonight, the Ubley Bearcats, uh, absolutely outstanding again in a very different way, find different ways to impress us each week in and off the field. And, uh, you know, our DS Services player of the game absolutely yes. would be Carson Haleski tonight. <laughs> no I don't think there, there's yeah. any doubt about that. Uh, absolutely outstanding, 33 carries, 277 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, he averaged eight yards a carry absolutely unstoppable this evening and uh, that's it's no you know not taking any credit away from anybody else they were all good but he was absolutely unstoppable tonight coach Shelke or uh, excuse me uh, coach Sweeney recognized <laughs> that and uh, absolutely took advantage of it he ran the same play over and over and over again and there was absolutely no answer in, in a way that only uh, Bill Sweeney can do it and you know, congratulations again to the Bearcats. Absolutely a stunner here a high scoring affair Saginaw Novell had no chance no answer and again, it's credit to the game plan, the hard work they put in all week long, and I fully expect them to put on another really good effort next week against Beale City in a, in a matchup that should be a, a dandy and a very evenly matched contest, and I certainly think that our, our home Bearcats have another good chance of making it to, to Ford Field. And it is now confirmed per the MHSA website that that game will be taking place. That game will be taking place Saturday at 1 o'clock from Mount Pleasant. So Mount Pleasant High School, the central field there, we uh, exactly where Ubley <laughs> played four years ago against Pawama Westphalia. They'll be on that same field four years later. Casey Sweeney this time as a senior, as the rest of the squad there as well, as they'll be taking on Beale City in the backyard of Beale City. But regardless, I don't think Ubley really cares where they're going to be playing their opponent. All they are happy about is they are continuing to play. Just two teams remain in the regular in the from the thumb area. That's the Cassidy Redhawks and the Ubley Bearcats. And you will hear the Ubley Bearcats on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com next Saturday at noon. Kickoff at 1 p.m. then as well. With the whole gang back in the booth. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Dan Banky, Doug Cole, and Rochelle Thompson. On behalf of our entire broadcast team, thank you for sticking with us tonight, despite all of our technical difficulties. 
It was certainly an enjoyment and a pleasure to watch Ubley dominate in their home field once again. And now they move on to the state semifinals in Division 8, just one game away from Ford Field, and the Beale City Aggies are staying in front of them. On behalf of the entire WNLW Sports Broadcast team, thank you for listening, and good night. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.